Welcome to the Young Creative Indian Spaces Community Podcast. As part of the South Asian Creativity Festival, we are inviting creatives of Indian and South Asian origin from all over the world to talk about their unique creative practices, experiences and philosophies. One conversation at a time, we are trying to explore the nuances of being a South Asian origin creative. The diaspora is diverse and multidimensional. originating from India, Pakistan, Bangladesh, Sri Lanka, Nepal, Maldives and thriving across every part of the world. Young creatives relate the nuances of South Asia, its cultures, identities, religions, problems and beauty. We hope you enjoy this podcast. Hi, uh, welcome Sandeep to the community podcast. It's part of the South Asian Creativity Festival and I'm so happy that you can join us today. So, let me give a quick introduction about the spiral theory that sandeep's ban uh the spiral theory is looking to reignite the sounds of modern rock blending classical guitar tones with modern melodies and progressive rhythms the band's debut album turn of the tide contains clear influence from iconic classic rock sounds combined with an original melodic take on the genre that is to say classic in feel but modern in execution Spiral Theory is an interesting DIY blend of multicultural artists. The band is Sandeep Swaminathan, who is here. Uh, he's on the vocals. Uh, Joe Liranzo, guitar. Sorry about if I'm mispronouncing any names. Uh, Got it. Uh, Alan Dennis on drums. Andrew Bennett on bass. In a musical world that seems to uh, cut itself up into more restrictive microgenres, the Spiral Theory prides itself on being a rock band with variety. Over the course of these eight originals, uh, which I, uh, when we'll feature Sandeep, you'll hear active rock with a modern edge, elements of pop, a quintessential ballad, and even a galloping metal trigger, uh, metal thing track for good measure that'll get you going. Uh, amazing introduction. Okay, so Sandeep, <laughs> uh, that's great. Like, uh, love to read the introduction for your band. Do you want to talk about yourself or as well as a little about the Spiral Theory too? Sure. So this Spiral Theory is a project uh, that we started after I moved to Canada. So basically, uh, I was born and uh, raised in India. <clears throat> Excuse me. I was born and raised in India. So uh, being uh, mostly, you know, in the southern side of India, grew up there and then um, had chances to work in US, um, Sri Lanka, uh, Australia. And then I figured Canada was one of the best locations uh, to move in because of the multiculturalism and also for the food, which both of them are true. <laughs> the food scene is, is amazing over here. Oh, cool. That's amazing. Yeah, uh, Toronto like uh, is such a multicultural place and the food scene is amazing because so many immigrant communities kind of have settled in so that you've got so many variety. Yeah, that's amazing. So let me ask you this. Uh, I asked, it's a very basic question. I ask this to every guest. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a very basic general one. What does creativity really mean to you? And when you talk about it, can you also talk about what, like, your your sing creative practice being a singer what what do you think like your like sing singing or your brand of music like what makes it really unique as well i think uh it just is uh not following the conventional practices but actually bringing something 
out of few is all that sort of defines creativity creativity to me mm-hmm. because uh, you know it's sort of like you you're exploring something uh, that's not that's not defined yet so so that's like you know you're you're thinking you're using i don't know maybe i might be wrong here the right side of the brain but then you know you you're, you're pretty much coming up with something new and it's always fascinating to do that and you know it's like mm. try something come up with uh, come up with something and then repeat like you know it's yeah. it's a it's a yeah. process that is like you know it's um it doesn't matter if you have like say one follower appreciating that or say 100000 followers doing that but it's just the whole process of you sitting down to come up with a new say even like I'm a musician right like so i sing so it's like coming up with a new riff a guitar riff or coming up with a new vocal melody or something like that it just instantly sort of happens and then you start putting things together and then you know develop the whole uh, idea behind it so it's 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 like any other music but just uh doing it as an indie rock musician is all diy so basically there's no one to sit around mm. for you to come up with like you know this although you have like means to do that like you know it's all about you and your band coming up with a lot of things so someone comes up with say an idea and then we just build it up uh from there and you know come, and then that's how the whole album came through so that was like uh such fun to do that cool so do you want to talk about like uh like what kind like uh to to do like someone who might be kind of exploring your music or just like haven't heard your music like in short how do you like to sum up your music and your musical influence for sure so um all of us met only recently so there's like completely different branches of music that we grew up listening mm-hmm. to right so i grew up listening to mostly 90s music um you know and um say a bit of classic but then mostly 90s and 2000s but then my drummer is a huge fan of a rock band called rush so he mm. he just is a disciple of the drummer and in fact he looks a bit like him not to you know <laughs> stereotype but when i've had instances during our gigs where i've fooled people by saying that did you notice that that's um neil pert sitting there and then these guys are like kids would run to him and say uh, can i get an autograph or something and, and <laughs> you know we mess around yeah so <laughs> um and then my guitarist joe is you know from dominican republic so he's basically um he comes with a lot of package in himself as well like you know comes up with a little african uh spanish uh and you know um culture in him so there's a lot of like you know blend of music uh inspirations coming together when we met and so we decided that you know that's that's why the description where we say that there's like like powerful vocal melodies blended with vintage guitar tones and progressive rhythms so the progressive rock is what alan is good at and then um guitar um joe is a huge fan of the police uh band and the smiths so you know he writes almost riffs that sort of sounds similar and then i come up with a vocal melody that's nothing like the classic but it's all modern so you know it's it's got a little bit of rock and a pop influence in it so 
all these creatives are coming together, you know, from different origins. And that's how um, the, we define the sound. It's, it's in, that's the detailed view of saying it in short. I would just say that it's a cross between the police and gin blossoms. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, that's amazing. Yeah. Thank you for talking about your band. Uh, so now, because it's South Asian Creativity Festival, I'll be more than uh, like I'll be really interested in talking about uh, you being Indian. How does uh, how how is your relationship with Indian music? And because like as you were talking before recording that, I was going through your Instagram. You were also singing some Hindi songs. You were also singing some Tamil songs. So talk about that, and also how do you how how does Indian music kind of brings together with the Western rock music that you're kind of producing and performing? So does those two uh, worlds also kind of intersect in interesting ways? Oh, yes, in, in a lot of ways, because like the one best thing about this whole thing is that um, I, I, I find it is that music is universal, right? Like mm. it's a universal language. Course, so. Yeah any the, the the notations might be different like you know you might we might say sorry and it's just mm. cdf you know invest in but then when you just look at the sounds of it look at the signs of it it's just one at the same so mm. you start from there you find those you know intersections between them and then you build it along whether you're writing say a rock song or even when you even you want to sing say uh one of those like nice classics of uh, Hindi or Tamil from like Bollywood songs or say some, you know, going back to the musicians and the inspirations like Eli Raja from the mm. Tamil music or like Telugu music or whatever, South, South the Indian music. So, you know, the South Indian film music. So, um, so I've, I, I think I've like touched a lot of places when I was growing up. So I learned Carnatic music as I grew up. So I'm like familiar with the ragas and everything. Mm. And then sort of slowly got influenced a little bit for a brief amount of time as for, into Hindustani, but not too much into it, but then sort of moved into um, the Western music, like, and mm. then started picking, started picking up the guitar and then started playing and then, you know, one thing led to another and uh, mm. <laughs> yeah here I am so that's that's my um uh, like inspiration for music it's like just this annoying kid who's like you know when he listens to the song he wants to know <laughs> kind of a person I just want to know what is that instrument well like I was always being that inquisitive kind of a person who would be like you know what is that music why are they playing like that what is that it sounds unconventional maybe they're using something else so you know it's just um i'm not I, though i grew up in a musically oriented family but then you did not know the the details of it right like no one's a music mm. producer at my home so they don't know what exactly i'm asking about but then they would refer me to someone who knows and then I would go in and, you know, with my hundred questions and then ask them. So you sort of like, that's the DIY thing that I'm talking about, like as growing up, um, you know, all by yourself, learning things would be something like that. So that's what I kept doing and still keep doing it. Like, you know, it's just now you have an internet and everything blogs. <laughs> so, you know, you can go online and check uh, someone somewhere amazing. would have posted all that. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, like, as you were talking about uh, that 
how we were talking about that like a lot of south asians in canada or in any western country be it australia uh be it uk or be it us it's it's uh the majority is that yes there are there are very few south asian creatives but it's not true that there are no south asian creatives and it's also not true that even 90% of the south asian populace who are not in creative professions in canada but they do enjoy uh consuming creative uh products and arts that is more produced in india right uh, be it bollywood yes. be it punjabi music uh be it any regional cinema from south of india from bengal so so i feel there is a bridge and there is a gap when we talk about south asian arts like south asian cultures and arts have a long ancient history right uh, uh, like because you're a singer and i'm pretty sure that you are familiar with a uh, classical indian music and how it's rooted in vedas and upanishads which are like centuries old so it's 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 somehow as 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 south asian people we have lost touch with creativity or is it just that like years of i don't know it's just years of colonial mentality or survival mode that we have like opted for being an engineer being a doctor or working to just survive in a new country so what are your thoughts on that oh oh great question so what i would say that is um you know it's just how sort of you go i mean i think people just go along with what's you know mm. coming up for them what's happening right now so i mean the the analogy that i would draw over here being living in canada is that even if you look at the western music as such from the bach compositions mm. to mm. anything like you know to a hip hop or rap or say um anything that's beat oriented with mm. auto tunes and mm. all that mm. stuff like people who are not even good singers are able to release music and get some 1 million streams on spotify these days so basically you're looking at the evolution of music going in different directions from there like you know it completely pivoted pivoted to something that's existing today everything digital everything streaming um and all that stuff right like so there's no physical object for music anymore kind of a thing so that that's 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 one way of looking at it so when we look at even the south asian um like music like you just mentioned like you know the vedas and upanishad and then um you sort of like branched out it became like you know um the music I, i would just like to correct evolved. myself so sorry so i would just like to correct myself because like when i mentioned vedas and upanishad i just remember there is a different hindu text that's like dedicated to music so anyone who will be like hey these people don't know what they're talking about i'm sorry i just say vedas and upanishad in that sense oh. that we have a long history of ancient <laughs> lineage anyways continue so you you absolutely right so again like like i just said I, i was a jack of all trades so i've also learned um some you know vedas like especially yajur veda because that's where i belong to and then i learned some five to six years of sanskrit recitals and everything mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. just to compare mm-hmm. um those things with what i was like like trying to draw like two lines here from the western Mm-hmm. classical music to the music that we have mm-hmm. over here 
and the classical music, uh, like the Vedas and Upanishads from there to what we have today that's going on in every other industry mm. in India, right? So you see that there's always like, it, it keeps branching out, it keeps pivoting to a point where, you know, it sort of evolves is what I think. Um, but then the one generation doesn't understand what happened before or what's coming up next or something like that. So someone who, uh, basically what I, how, how I would just, um, you know, put an, uh, encapsulate the whole thing is that, you know, say you, I, you and I grew up listening to something when we are exposed to something, which is over this side of the, of the branch or this side of the, of the branch, it's, mm. it sounds like, you know, something totally new for us or the new things are not something that we would like to consume. So it's sort of like, that's how you look at the evolution and things, uh, Sorry, I'm not like a, a, a no, okay, science. Le, 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 I don't le, have le. the science behind it, but that's I, yeah, that's yeah. what I feel like, you know, sort of that's that's the evolution mm. what I see and no, sort that's of draw great. parallels. Yeah, talk, talk about like, uh, I'm like very interested to know that uh, what's your take on, okay, so, so let, let me ask you this. When I say South Asian creative, what do you make of that? And talk about uh, what, like, as as an artist like as a musician like how like when you when you produce your music do 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 you feel that you have you have the kind of weight of actually representing south asian music and south asian culture as well or is it just about okay i just want to make music whatever brand and genre it is um, the, the good thing about like, you know, um, moving over here in Canada is that you're free to do what you want to do, right? Like, so you, mm -hmm. it's, it basically gives you that platform with an identity that, you know, you come in from South Asia and you're representing a South Asian community. So, so everything after that, you're free to do what you want to do. So that sort of gives you that amazing freedom uh, mm -hmm. as a musician over here that, you know, you... I want to do this and I might want to, you know, slowly start getting, uh, pushing the commercial side to it because it's all indie music right now and everything is DIY. But once you start working eventually with producers and stuff like that, and hopefully, <laughs> so fingers crossed. Um, so when you do that, then, you know, things could change and all that stuff. So basically I feel like, you know, there's so much, things that's in me, which is not exactly what I am doing. But like I said, maybe there's a way to branch, meet those branches so that I can bring in all those um, things yeah. I've grew yeah. up listening yeah. to and learning and all that stuff. Like, yeah. you know, the, the culture that I am from is something that I hmm. would love to represent eventually in any kind of music that I want to make. So, yeah, yes. yeah. Uh, like, again, like, uh, for artists, like, art, music, and uh, culture of any sort, it's, 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 it's so universal uh, for me, like, because I love, uh, like, both Western music as well as Indian music. Uh, it's, it's, it's not even about, hey, this is Indian music. I'm, I'm an Indian, so I'm just going to listen to this. No, it's, it's just that whatever just connects with you, right? Like, it, music is something that's beyond just logical as you kind of mentioned like it's not something that's that's part of your left and logical part of the brain but it's like more uh right uh right hemisphere 
thinking. So, but like there is one thing that like because uh, as a as a South Asian filmmaker, like I like as an Indian filmmaker, uh, like I am open to make films, uh, kind of put music in my films. uh according to the situation according to the subject it's not have to be that hey i am indian i just have to be indian music here no but having said that i feel a responsibility to actually merge indian culture indian iconography and even indian music in a, in an interesting way so that a lot of non indian and non south asian folks can actually appreciate and enjoy it right so and i feel that makes you and a stand out artist like uh like a lot of like a lot of south asian musicians and artists they they're amazing like again you're amazing uh, like i've heard some of your songs from spells it's amazing but i feel the the community and uh, a lot of immigrant communities kind of gravitate towards you when you also kind of produce something that they like hey this person is actually trying to kind of perpetuate uh like yeah. the music that we kind of grew up listening in an interesting way so that's why for me personally i'm on a journey of discovering a lot of indian artists or south asian artists who are trying to merge western music as well as indian classical music or even bollywood hindi songs so it just creates such hybrid uh pieces that are so amazing to listen to uh, that's happening in a lot of especially in south asian british communities i'm not familiar if you're if you're familiar with the underground south asian british music scene and it's hopping right now because oh yeah uh, yeah for sure so that's what they're doing they're merging west their western sensibilities with the indian background so i hope to uh, like i hope to you i hope that you get to experiment along those line as well because i'll be more than interested to kind of kind of like create and collaborate events with that kind of you know like perpetuate Absolutely. and encourage those kind of music but again a uh, more power to you like any music that you want to create it has to be your calling but okay let me ask <laughs> yes. you this uh now let kind of moving further from this let me ask you this uh, as a as a young artist uh, as a musician like we have seen in the last couple of years especially during the pandemic it's like a lot of a lot of spaces have moved to digital routes because for the last two years i'm pretty sure no one can actually physically go to a bar or to a facility it's not a facility uh to an arena or wherever like folks perform music or arts so how has that been for you like as a musician like have you found yourself kind of thinking in terms of creating your music and content that is just for just to be consumed digitally rather than in person absolutely so just to uh, just before i get to that i'm 36 years old i don't know if that's considered conventionally no, yeah. young uh, anymore uh, <laughs> no and it's, it's okay okay like okay i'm going to copy that first i think 36 is still millennial right i'm not wrong yes yes pretty much so yeah that's one thing and the second is uh i'm not sure like with young creative in space like the young <laughs> is again yeah it is about celebrating a lot of artists who are in their 20s but still young is about an attitude like so you got that in me for so, sure <laughs> and you don't look 36 so yeah, okay so that's, good <laughs> yeah anyways go ahead please so yeah so it's like 
one hurdle after another, right? Like, you know, you're like in an obstacle race right now. I mean, there's no, like, there's no end goal to this. Like, you know, I want to be the most commercial musician over here. No, nothing like that. Like, you know, you just want to keep doing your creative thing. If people are enjoying it, you just, you know, make more followers along with your creative side of it. Like, you know, the they understand the creative juices that you're trying to do, like, you know, and then you you go along. That's that's the attitude that, I mean, I have right now and I want to be that kind of a, an artist. Um, so that's one side of it. And the other side of it is, the, sorry, the, the question that you asked, like, right? So you, we started a band, like we practiced for the entire year. Like, you know, we just put mm. things together. Uh, so this this is the sound that we have. Define the sounds. Define what we want to do um, and everything. So basically, um, in Toronto market, if you want if you want to like really go out and play, you can play your originals, but you just don't book the best of venues for doing that. So sort of again, we pivoted from that angle and then said, okay, we'll do tributes, and then we we sort of picked these three bands. Uh, the 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 Hall of Fame three bands, the Police, U2, and I am like you know basically to, to play the music on a regular night, so you can basically book the entire session uh, to yourself and then play music for three to four hours, right? So that's how we sort of like pivoted, and then we became like we are one side of it is like you know we write songs, and the other side is like you know we play mm. tributes. So basically. What we used to do is like you know i used to mess around a lot with people so what i do is on stage i'm yeah i'm like that so can't help it that's a different personality that i have so i just go in on stage play um say three u2 songs and then i just introduce another one saying hey do, do you know that this is an unreleased bono music and people would be like you know they want to they're like okay maybe they're, they're coming in from tribute bands so they might know these mm -hmm. things that we might not know so they're like all keen and listening to it and then we slip in at the end sorry guys that's not a bonus song that's our original so thanks for listening that's kind cool. of thing so that, now you get their attention yeah, yeah. and then yeah you know, and then the, the feedback that we also got was like you know it's more <laughs> like oh yeah we thought that it was really a song yeah. written by bono or something like yeah. that right so it's yeah. like you just you know that's just a stage personality that's, that, that yeah that, that's 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 a very smart way of actually kind of making uh, people be attentive to your song <laughs> next time just say hey it's an unreleased Beatles song and people would be like yeah oh, yeah that's like it's, sure, it's, right? it was it's an unreleased John Lennon song and they'll be like oh no it's it's our original song you yeah. can check it out on your website that's an interesting way to actually kind of go about <laughs> it so yeah I, I i've seen that you kind of post uh, a few videos on instagram as well like like talk to me about like have you taken like producing music for digital platforms more seriously now uh yes so sorry i was just like um saying that we almost 2020 was the year that we were planning to like you know really go out and do a lot mm. of things so basically like booked in fact things work uh, really fast over here because they're like what 3,000 to 5,000 indie just mm -hmm. indie rock bands over mm -hmm. here in mm -hmm. Canada I mean I could be wrong but I'm just throwing in a number just to say that so many people are still like you know <laughs> trying yeah. composing music and all that stuff is going on so it's it's really quite a scene over here when it comes to music right like so um 
we we had like 25 to 30 shows booked um for the for the entire calendar of 2020 and obviously pandemic happened so again another obstacle so you had to pivot so just you know bought in like uh, I was never an Instagram person or an mm. online person like you know I just hate standing in front of a camera and then just posing like you know hey I'm an influencer follow me and all that stuff no <laughs> sorry just it just doesn't work but then obviously mm. now pandemic happened so and then there's an album that's coming out so if you don't talk about it people wouldn't even know about mm. it right so it's it's all about like how much can you speak right so I just started finding those communities like I started uh, finding those online communities I found there's a beautiful um, the perks of living and making music in Canada now here comes the best part right like so now you are talking to like other bands who are just like you like you know indie rock bands and all of us are coming together creating music uh, like playlists because when we release we use a distributor to release the music right like cd baby like cd baby is also in india they're pretty much independent mm. uh for musicians so in fact i met uh cd through one of the conferences i ended up meeting uh the cd baby marketing director of india um and then i was talking to her and we were connecting on some level like you know it's the same things yeah. like how people are right now you know moving towards the digi digital side of it how they're not just relying mm. on record labels anymore everything is diy yeah. Yeah. Even, you know, creatives from India are just really, really doing a great job when it comes to music production and everything mm. that's going on. And sorry, so why I was saying that is because like, you know, we ended up meeting a few communities where uh, they were building these, you know, little online communities mm. where called Indie Week and all that stuff. They were existing from the past, but then, you know, when the pandemic happened, they also pivoted like, you know, and then they sort of came up with the whole concept of bringing um, a small community of musicians so you know when the pandemic ends and when we are back to our regular life then we can showcase these artists and all that stuff and so it's going well so far for them and for all of us being mm. uh, even uh, you know a small um, community of musicians nothing like commercial musicians but it's more you know someone who likes to hear some unconventional song that's like really good like you know music discovery is also amazing right like one thing is you're making music and that's a creative side of it but there are so many ways to discover music and uh, when you listen to that one song that you really like that's not like really popular or made by a commercial artist like you know you would enjoy that so I, I feel like yeah. um, that's where um, we are heading to mostly on that side of things as a band and for me as a musician I have I branch out like one side as a rock musician the other side is where I look at myself as a South Asian you know a person who learned a lot of Tamil Hindi you know um, Telugu music and all that stuff so I just want to also represent that side of it when the right yeah. opportunity yeah. kicks in yeah. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this, because you were kind of discussing about this. Uh, again, uh, being uh, being uh, being an indie band that, that obviously produces music that's mostly Western and that's kind of, uh, again, you also do a lot of tri uh, tribute songs to a lot of popular bands that you like, like you to and the, and the police. But how, okay, so this is an interesting question because I've experienced this as a creative and a filmmaker. Like when you when you interact with the South Asian community in Canada, like 
do you think they kind of understand your perspective as a creative or is it kind of difficult to explain your creative side to the community in Canada because as we were mentioning right like a lot of South Asian community are not really in creative fields and even if they are they are mostly consuming a lot of uh, Hindi or Punjab music so what do you think about that? Uh, oh, absolutely. So, you know, um, time in and time out, you meet someone new. And then when you like talk about yourself, mm. music, I try to shamelessly plug in the music aspect of it, right? Like some way mm -hmm. or the other, we got to mm -hmm. keep doing that. Right. Mm -hmm. So when I do that, like it, I, I, it's, it's really interesting because you get a mix yeah. of perspectives over here mm -hmm. because they, they would be like, they, everyone is proud of you when you say mm -hmm. that because mm -hmm. they feel like you know someone is coming out mm -hmm. to represent something mm -hmm. it's like say um if someone wins like say a gold medal in olympics that we saw mm -hmm. recently mm -hmm. right so it's like coming out of the shell just the stereotypical way mm -hmm. of doing things even if it's on a small scale they're like very happy to mm -hmm. see all that like you know hey if today you're doing this, maybe it could give a bigger platform for mm -hmm. someone mm -hmm. who, who comes in tomorrow with say a, a lot more influence, with a lot more talent, with a lot more, you know, um, a lot of things, right? So it, it's, it's all about like um, slowly getting out of that stereotype and doing it. So um, obviously when it comes to like singing, um, because I my I, I had that ears tuned in to listen to a lot of like 90s underground music and all that mm -hmm. stuff. So that's when when I'm singing, there's no accent that's coming out. So people are not complaining about it, which could mm -hmm. become a thing, right? So uh, especially, but when I'm talking, obviously there's some words that comes out like you know it's just not not the conventional way of whatever the, the standards of english over mm -hmm, here but it's mm -hmm, just mm -hmm. it's just different right so i i don't think canada has anything against it i've never seen anyone complain about any of those but they mm -hmm. just they just understand that oh my god so you have two sides of you where you know mm -hmm. you can sing like a conventional indie rock musician but also like you know you're coming in from a different culture so there's like only appreciation to, to that aspect it. of it, it. so and uh, yeah, and the, obviously, like, you know, your crew is like really good. So the band members mm -hmm. are very supportive. Like, you know, all of us know what our strengths are. So we play um, oh. at each other's strengths. So when it comes to lyrics, I take a step back to put together a concept. But when it comes to a vocal melody, I step in before anyone else and say mm -hmm. that, you know, um, I can come up with something better than any of you. Like, you know, it's not about like better. It's about like, you know, hey, we, mm -hmm. I could come up with something as a best product for all yeah, of us, yeah, right? Like it's yeah. about creating that one good aspect um, of it. And the co-writing and, you know, co-creation is just, it's, it's amazing. It's teamwork, but there's a lot of like refraffs. There's a lot of like, you know, email communications that goes in saying mm -hmm. that, no, this is not it. This is, this is it. Um, mm -hmm, this is, mm -hmm. CRAP this is not cool <laughs> you know there's obviously with creatives um you 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 don't end up coming up with one thing and it sticks to it right like there are 100 yeah. versions of it yeah. 100 sides yeah. to it yeah so. yeah yeah so what I got from this like I'll summarize in that like a lot of South Asian and Indian folks like that you meet they appreciate that you're a musician but they might not necessarily understand it because even like I'm not saying that like no it's like 
like majorly in my experience like canada has such a booming punjabi music music industry and everyone knows about that even though you are representing and singing songs that are that are not expected from an indian person uh but still the south asian community they kind of appreciates is by the virtue of that there is representation in one sphere that right so that's like people might not like understand the music that you're producing in the community but they can they definitely appreciate it so that's positive note and i, I and and you also mentioned that uh in canada i think stereotypes are kind of breaking down and uh it, it it's like again it's predominantly white space but it doesn't matter right like because eventually it's about you as a musician have to be talented just so that people are listening to your voice just not kind of seeing you hey that's an indian person singing it doesn't matter if it's if it's a good song people would say it's amazing if it's a bad song people won't listen to it so that's the simple bit of it but yeah i'm yeah, so happy I'm... yeah sorry go ahead sorry i was just uh, just want to compliment that aspect of it because uh, whatever you're saying like absolutely right you're spot on because uh, when you go on stage for the first time like this is one of the small instances that i would like to quote mm-hmm. like we went mm-hmm. to a stage uh, sorry we went to a pub in berry like it's like 100 150 kilometers north from here so that was the first time no one's ever heard about us no one's ever no a thing about us unless they've gone and seen us online right uh, online so we just walk into this place they like that was a full night pre pandemic right like mm-hmm. the the bar was pretty much full of people so you just go in there and then they just see you for the very first time obviously they'll be confused like what are you going to do and then mm-hmm. they see me now like you know someone was like see me and my band like you know coming up with multicultural artists like you know it's like so different because it's mostly caucasian heavy community mm-hmm. in terms of population mm-hmm. right so the, when it comes to musicians they they are naturally inclined to see one of their kind right so it's it's it was different but, but then it just you know it just it's just a little small thing like for a minute or two you would feel that awkwardness but then people just move along like you know when yeah, you start playing yeah. the music when they start connecting to what you're doing and it because the uh, music over here that i play is all it pretty much people can understand because it's sure. basic rock and roll like yeah, you know yeah, it's nothing yeah. unusual um over for them like you know they've been listening to this day in and day out for i don't know decades so they, they know that you know they people start enjoying from the the awkwardness side of it now everyone's like you know in front of you dancing and then just you know enjoying the music so i've never had any um complaints about that side of the things it's all about like the music industry representation side of the mm-hmm. things are moving forward once again um just like you said i'm ab- absolutely with you there's change there's like you know a lot of things that's happening over here um there there are like mentorships specifically representing uh for people in the bipoc community right mm-hmm. black indigenous and people of color communities mm-hmm. so there's a lot of higher uh bipoc communities that's there there's a lot of like you know music industry is trying to transform especially after the black lives matter events mm. and everything that's going on and especially last year a lot of I- the indigenous uh problems came out like how uh you know they were 
students were sent to school and all that stuff like you know separated out from parents and all that stuff so there's a lot of like you know positive sides reinforcements to everything that uh we are seeing and there's only change for the better is what i'm seeing from now on so we like 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 i said we just keep doing what we are doing um like you know and not run behind success and this is on a small scale just to represent be a part of your community if you are good at something uh be there and 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 speak out is what i have understood like you know been a bit shy when i came here for the first two years but then you have to right like it's it's all about you representing yeah, the community yeah. so we have to be bold enough to go out and say that you know hey this is what i created and i'm proud of it <laughs> yeah that's so fun and i totally agree with you it's it's like being a creative it's all about uh again it's all about your art and music as well it's also about your individuality and that's something you have to own it and own it confidently so i definitely agree with that uh yeah and and a uh, more power to you and your band but personally i am a sucker for a really good indian western fusion kind of music i i i <laughs> i really hope that you experiment in that realm as well uh for sure and, and i'm pretty sure you will will receive love from the south asian community across anywhere in the world just like just trust me on on that instinct but i'm happy with the music that you're producing uh okay so you have already mentioned your influences uh for your indie rock band so before we just wrap this up uh, just quickly talk about some indian and south asian musicians and artists and songs that like that you love inspires you and motivates you um so yeah i mean a big fan of uh <laughs> rahman and ilara mm. like these are the kind of people that you know mm. they're like the best right like mm. you see them do this day in and day out for decades like you know they mm. deliver like given the the time of like you know this the the span like the short period that they are given mm. and then how they come up with the whole concept mm. so i'm more like you know especially after the the youtube revolution so i'm go behind the scenes and look at how each mm. songs are composed mm. and then all the coke studios and all the emerging artists that are coming out are mm. also amazing to you know just mm. just sit down and enjoy a nice evening listening to their music and all that stuff right would so you be interested one, like just a sort of like if you ever get an invitation to be part of some coke studio recording what would oh, you like love to love yeah. to I just take the next flight if they don't <laughs> if they allow me yes for sure yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i yeah. actually yeah met someone who was actually talking about the same thing about uh kappa tv right so there's a kappa tv that's the coke studio sort of equivalent in south india oh i've no especially idea in the Mal- in in malayalam side oh, okay, cool. uh, of it so they produce like really amazing uh music so i mean mm-hmm. i it's it's another stereotype but i just in a funnier way is what i would say like you know if bengali people are the poets then mm-hmm. uh, the mm-hmm. malayali people are the singers oh like, you know yeah, you yeah. have it's yeah. it's a stereotype but you know you have seen that it's just yeah. like the way the population yeah. works yeah. like you know it's just the way the, the brain works for yeah, them yeah. right like yeah, yeah. If, the the poets come out like bengalis are amazing mm-hmm. poets right mm-hmm. it's just they they've done us day in and day out for there's generations a cultural legacy. yeah there's a there's a like a cultural legacy 
to back that so, up. Yeah. So people from like Kerala are amazing, amazing singers. They just, you know, you just listen to them and you bow down like mm. you know, that, that good kind of singers. So the, if you get like, that's, that's another side of it. So someone was saying that, you know, if maybe when you're in India, we should see if we can do something for Kappa TV. And I was like blown away with their, when they said that. So I was like, yes, mm. take me. I'm all yours. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome yeah i hope to kind of see that but uh anyways like i'll be more than interesting uh, sorry i'll be more than interested in kind of creating a south asian music and art and cultures here in canada too so that we don't have to travel all the way to india to just actually be involved in such creative projects like uh, i'm really interested in actually kind of creating a collaborative scene where musicians of South Asian origin, artists, filmmakers can come together and really produce something creative and amazing like Coke Studio and Kappa TV, as you kind of mentioned. Uh, on that note, uh, yeah, thank you so much, Sandeep, for joining us and talking about your lovely musical practice. And we will put all the links uh, to your band and even to your personal profiles for people who want to check you. your music out. And yeah. So again, we so will much. highlight, yeah, we will highlight Sandeep's contribution that he kind of submitted. And yeah, we love his work. And yeah. Uh, anyways, thank you again My for pleasure. joining me. Thank you so much. Like, you know, one last thing that I would just like mm -hmm. to say is that this is not a very commercial scene. So any help over here is highly appreciated because everything is DIY. So, you know, mm -hmm. you're like, I wouldn't say like I'm spending a ton of fortune or something like that, but there's no equivalent cash that you get out of it. Right. So it's all sure. like, you know, it's all an investment, but it's for your passion. So, you know, yeah. I think yeah. everyone does that yeah. on some level or the other, uh, <laughs> you know, to, to pursue what they want to do. But then this, for me, it feels like um, a one to also slowly step up and step up my game here that, you know, hey, I'm not just doing it from my passion because this is not conventional way over here, like, you know, being a South Asian, being a South Asian and an immigrant, right? So you're like not even like in the second gen or something, like you're pretty much, uh, you're coming in from India, right? So you, I want to break those stereotypes, just say that, you know, hey, mm. it's just English, it's just another language. You know, there's nothing uh, unusual about it yeah. for someone to come in from a different mother tongue and then just create something in English. So, you know, it's just one way for me to make it a point that, you know, hey, we everyone can do a lot of things that they put their mind and heart together. One side of it, the other side of it is also the music uh, that I want to pursue eventually would be something like you just said, where, you know, you come up with a lot of uh, a blends of songs from mm. uh, the culture like you know from the indian music and then the western music like mm. you know you you can take vidya vox or Janita gandhi all these people are the prime time examples right now with how they evolved with the youtube and you know things like that so there's a small side of me that also wants to be a part of it as well so yeah that's awesome that's great on that note, let's... We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please tune in for next time to hear more South Asian creatives share their unique experiences. If you are a South Asian origin creative, we invite you to be part of the South Asian Creativity Festival. You can very well be part of our future podcast episodes and programming. To do so, please go to our website 
www.theyoungcreativeindianspace.com slash ysis will support you. Fill out the quick form and our team will get back to you with ideas of best ways for you to be involved with us. Shukriya for tuning in.